Hello there, welcome to yet another podcast on basic Christianity. And today we'll be looking at what we call the three belief systems. However, before we get into the podcast, I think the best would be that we pray. So shall we just take time to pray? Our dear beloved Father, we give you the glory, the honor, and the adoration. We thank you for all that you have done for us, Lord. We thank you for all that you have yet to do for us, Lord. We pray, King of glory, that may you administer unto each and every one of us, and may you open the eyes of our understanding to understand your word, Jehovah Jehovah, Lord, as it comes forth in Jesus' mighty name. Let your word, Jehovah Jehovah, Lord, be a channel of transformation. Let your word, Jehovah Jehovah, Lord, be King of glory. Something that transforms us, Jehovah Jehovah, Lord. May our lives never be the same again. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So now, uh, we're looking at the belief systems. So now, uh, when you are to believe, or if you are believing in life, the first person or the first entity that you are supposed to believe in is God. Believe in God. That's the word do we call believing. So believing is simply um, placing one's trust in God's truth. Or it can be placing one's trust in somebody or something, dependent on what definition you will pick. Yeah. So placing your trust. So now, um, when you look at the belief systems in life, we are supposed to have three types of belief systems and this is the belief in God, belief in yourself and belief in others. So now we're going to just look at belief in God. So when we look at belief in God, belief in God is trusting him according to his word, which is his truth according to that definition that we have given. But you find that God has one truth, yes, but it's broken down in different categories. So, in, for instance, there's a truth about healing. For instance, there's a truth about finances. For instance, there's a tr- another truth um, concerning relationships. So, there are different truths. So, now you find that sometimes it is easy to believe in God for one area of your life. Like, you can believe God, okay, God, for this area of your life, I believe in you. And yet, for the other areas of our lives, we do not trust God because we do not see the word that he has given us as being our word. So you find that certain times we may see God's faithfulness time and again and yet not believe. So we must learn and grow into believing in God. So now, when we look at believing in God, the first scripture that I think we can refer to is uh, the book of Numbers 13, uh, verse 17. I'll just take a quick read of it. And Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan and said unto them, um, Get up get up this way southward and go up into, um, into the mountain and see the land and what it is and the people that dwell therein, and whether they be strong or weak, few or many, and what the land is that they dwell, whether it be good or bad, and what cities they be that they dwell, whether in tents or in strongholds, and what the land is, whether it be fat or lean, 
whether there be wood therein or not, and be ye of good courage, and bring the fruit of the land. Now the time was the time of the first trip grapes. So they went up and searched the land from the wilderness of Zin unto Rehob. As men came come to Hamath, they ascended by the south and came unto Hebron, where Ahiman, Sheshai, and Talmia, Talmai, and children of Anak were. Now Hebron was built seven years before Zoan in Egypt, and they came unto the brook of Eshko, and cut down from thence a branch with one cluster of grapes, and they bear it between two upon a staff. And they brought the pomegranates and the f- and of the figs. The place was called the brook of Eshko, uh, because of the cluster of grapes. And the children of Israel cut down from thence, and they returned from searching of the land after forty days. And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel unto the wilderness of Paran to Kadesh, and brought back. Word unto them and unto all the congregation, and showed them the fruit of the land. And they told him and said, We come, we came unto the land whither thou sentest us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey. This is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land, and the cities are walled and very great. Moreover, we saw the children of Anak there, the Amalekites well. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, and the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are all able to overcome it. But the men that went up with him said, We be not able to go up against the people. They are stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report uh, of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land though which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. And they there we saw the giants and the sons of Anak, which come of the giants, and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. So if you read um, above before 17, you will get to discover that uh, God had already given the children of Israel this land to possess. So they were to possess their possession. And in possessing their possession, it was actually not inevitable. They had to definitely go through warfare. They had to go through battles. If you go to chapter 14 of the same numbers 14, that's where you see that uh, God was upset with these children of Israel because they did not believe God that he had given them victory over the Amalekites, over the Anaks, and all these other people. Why? Because they themselves had not believed God, despite them seeing his faithfulness time and again. They chose to believe the report of other people as opposed to believing the report of God. That's the same way that we find many believers are in this day and age. You find that we will believe the report of many others than we will take time to believe the report of God that is there embedded in his word. Because you find like, for instance, Chai, in Africa, we like when we hear Vanganga Vasevenza, Venanko Valimu Church Vanama positions, they come here on my end. 
they even forget that God is a true God. They forget to put their belief in God. Why? Because it's the way they see the circumstances, the way they see the situation. You see, because God is a God of process, He's a God of dealings. So He takes people from time and again, from one post to another, and it takes time for Him to do things. Why? Because He's an eternal God, and He usually checks on the motive. But you find that usually, or in other circumstances, it's very hard for us to believe God. So we take our trust away from God and place it in something else or in somebody else. So you find that more often than not, we believe the report of other individuals and we do take time to believe the report that God has given us through his word that is written for us. So now, you find that there is a danger of not believing in God. And the danger of not believing in God is simply two. This is stagnation and death. Because when you look at the same numbers, 14, uh, going down and whatnot, you find that these people were stagnant. God was no longer moving with them. So they remained stagnant in that area or in that location. And then what happened eventually is they later on died. They died in a state of stagnation. So we have to realize that God is a moving God. So we either choose to believe in him and move with him or stay in that position or circumstance or situation and then allow God to depart. And then later on, we'll die with frustration, with anger. Why? Because we were seated in the same circle for a very long time. So we have to come to a point where we believe in God. So the reason why we believe in God is one, for our own progress. And two, for our establishment. Most of the times, the things or the realities that are established around the borders of our lives are those that are centered on spirituality. There is nothing that can be established and stand the test of time if it does not have a spiritual backing. So when you look at Second Chronicles 20 verse 20, it says, Believe in the Lord your God and you shall be established. So it means it's God who establishes you, but it he only establishes you to the degree that you believe in him. Because when you look at it, in the old, even in the New Testament, the, the, the people needed to believe that God could make their eyes, God could make them see, God could do all sorts of things. It was their belief that made the greater change. So now, despite believing in God, we as individuals are also supposed to believe in ourselves. So you find that sometimes you may believe in God that God has given you that position. You may believe that God has given you that promotion. You may believe that God has given you those finances. You may even dream that God has given you those good grades. But the only question you should ask yourself is, do I believe it myself or do I believe in myself? You see, the children of Israel had a poor self-image. And as people who were incapable of going ahead with what God had said to them. Why? Because if you look at verse 33 of Numbers 13, it says that they saw themselves, they said, we are as grasshoppers. So which means we do not see ourselves any greater. We are just grasshoppers. These guys are giants, yo. 
And that's the way we see certain circumstances and situations. We see ourselves or we demean ourselves and our status quo and our abilities and our capabilities and say, it is just the way it is. It is just the way it is. And it shall be the way it has been. Why? Because of the way we are seeing ourselves. You see, you, you have to learn and know that you attract and you create possibilities of what you believe in yourself as being capable of doing. You see, when you look at Caleb, he said, by the time I'll be 80 years old, I shall still climb this mountain like, like I am still doing it in my youth. And you find that because he believed that in himself, he did. At the age 80, as old as he was, at the age 80, and we usually anticipate that people will be walking on crunches or whatever it is. So you find that we have to come to a point where we're believing ourselves. Believe in our abilities that our businesses can grow. Believe in our abilities that we can start a business and it thrives and we become millionaires. You see, everything is a state of our thinking. Every reality and possibility that's surrounding our life and circumstances is a result of our belief system, whether in ourselves or in others. So... All in all, what I'm trying to say is we have to get to a point where we are believing ourselves. Let's not see the giants that are standing. Let us not see the giants that have been standing for a long time. But we should be like David and believe that indeed I too can fight my giant and conquer the giant. That's what believing in yourself entails. There are many giants you will face. There are many giants you will see. There are many giants you shall meet. But the moment you believe that you can do it, you can. Remove the word can't from your vocabulary. If you look at Jesus, Jesus Christ usually asked the people a question. He said, do you believe that you can be made whole? It was their belief that activated the anointing upon Jesus for him to do miracles. But they had to believe it themselves that it was possible. So even God wants you to believe in yourself that he can make the impossible possible. That he can make that situation that has been staying for years into, like, like he can just change it overnight because he's a God of suddenly. You see, those who believed not only in God but also in themselves like Caleb and Joshua are the ones who entered the promised land. Everyone else who did not believe in themselves because they chose to believe the report of the evil one. Guess what? They could not make it. Also, the Bible says, Whose report shall you believe? Believe the report of God, but make that report your own. Because provided you do not believe in that report that God has given you, it will not manifest. You will be sick for years, for months, for weeks. You will be broke, you'll be poor, you'll be all sorts of things bad. The reason that you do not believe in yourself. So create a proper self-image by taking time to read the word of God. By taking time to search through scriptures. Be intentional about the scriptures you're looking for. Let the scriptures minister to you about you and your self-image and the way you're supposed to look at the world and yourself. The world is full of possibilities but age and every possibility is tied to our belief system in ourselves. 
so now um despite believing in ourselves there's also this last aspect it's called believing in others by others what i mean is the prophet that god sends into your life i know in the new testament that we all can hear god but just because we can hear god doesn't mean we do not need a guide or doesn't mean we do not need people who we are supposed to hear from so we are supposed to identify recognize the people that god has sent into our lives to be our guide so that that way we may be well established we may be successful in all that we do if you go to second chronicles 2020 it says believe in the lord your god and you shall be established and believe also in his prophets that you may succeed a prophet is not somebody who sees a prophet is somebody who hears the mind of god the counsel of god and delivers that counsel of god according to the way god wants it to be so you have to identify these prophets prophets are just not about calling your number no even the way the word is ministered that can be a prophet why because he's ministering spirit and life from the throne room of god so therefore we have to identify these prophets recognize them and follow their counsel but follow them to the degree that they follow christ that's what paul said and that's the same advice i would take to you follow your men of god to the degree that they follow christ anything that's not christ like distance yourself from it because you need to secure your destiny so but overall you have to learn to believe in others you see in when you look at the bible jesus christ was supposed to do miracles in his own country but because the bible records that because they did not believe because of their unbelief what jesus was supposed to do he did not do the bible says he did not do many miracles because of their unbelief and then there are other territories that jesus christ went to and because they also showed the same unbelief guess what the miracle signs and wonders were unable to be performed what what am i trying to insinuate or what am i trying to say we have to learn to believe in others other people with other graces other people with other anointings other people with other giftings and believe that god has called them and believe that god can work and is working through them but this will require that you ask the holy spirit to help you descend right from wrong because there are many false prophets in these days but overall believe in the prophet god sends to you and follow through to the degree that he follows god so work on your belief system believe in god believe in yourself and believe in others then you shall see an extra fruitful year or extra fruitful years to come so stay blessed